joined in the studio by President of the Loretta Past Pupils Union in Wexford, Dr. Kate Harrington. Good morning, Dr. Kate. Lovely Good morning, talk to you. Alan. Yes, and just in terms of the Maria Callas show, we have Sinead Campbell Wallace yes. as the soprano, who is one of our former students, yeah. and who also sang at our inaugural Christmas concert in December at the school. And we're going to hear from Joe Chibby, and he, he he gives her high praise. I can tell you, she's fabulous. Yeah, well, yeah. well done. It's wonderful to see, isn't it? So she's an excellent student. She's an excellent girl. She's very supportive of us, and she sang at the concert along with a number of past pupils and current pupils and one of the groups we had there was the Cuckoo's Nest yeah. who were on the Late Late Brilliant. Yeah. so a number of the girls there in the school and we raised something over 1500 yeah. and we shared that with um, Wexford St Vincent de Paul Brilliant. And Carmel, you're here in studio with me as well. Are you an ex-Loretto girl yourself? I am. I'm an ex-Loretto girl and I was thrilled to accept the position as patron of the... In Wexford? In Wexford. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I went here. I was in Sparwell Road back before the new school was built. I was back up there. Um... Well, I'm a rarity because I'm an ex-Loretta boy. No, you see, you see, I you heard know. that. I yes. heard that you and Owen Colfer were both yeah, another pal of mine. Boys, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's not many of them around, Alan. There was only about five or six of us. See, uh, the special yeah. ones. The special ones. <laughs> you see, look at you now. Yeah. But um, I think there's something, though, there's something about being a Loretto school. girl. It was, yeah, it was the primary. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of Loretto girls now all over the world on an international platform, you know, excelling, whether it's in business, in sport, in the arts, like Sinead, um, writers like myself. You know, yeah. there are people all over the world that are flying the flag for Loretto Wexford, which is kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah, it is indeed. I want to look at this in detail, but I can't let the moment go. They're, yeah. they're giving you the right to pay tribute to someone who I had the pleasure of meeting on a few occasions. Mm. And she was an absolute gem, a real lady, Deirdre Purcell. Yeah. What a writer and what a loss. She was a trailblazer and someone that um, that inspired me and inspired a generation of women writers here in Ireland. And she was ahead of her time, Alan. Um, I met her, I had the pleasure of meeting her, actually, and we were doing a charity event for Eason's um, in aid of Bernardo's at the time. And we spent the whole day together. And at first I was very shy about approaching her because I was only a few years writing full-time yeah. myself. Um, but I needn't have worried because she was as seriously as warm and captivating as her books were and we had lots in common because we were both ex-Aer Lingus um, employees and I was sharing with her I mean this is true back in the early 90s I had bought Falling for a Dancer probably one of her most well-known books yeah. because it was adapted by the BBC for um, a TV show with Colin Farrell in it yeah. but I'm um, before it was a TV show, I read the book and I stayed up late, way too late because I had an early shift with Erlingus and by torchlight I read that book. And when I read the blurb at the back and I saw that Deirdre was an ex-Erlingus employee herself, like honest to goodness, it really made me think, oh my God, if she can do that, yeah. maybe I can do that one she day too. She She really did. She yeah. really did. And I was very lucky that I got the chance to tell her that in person because we don't always get the chance to do that, I think. Yeah. Speaking of inspiration, then let's get to the core of why you are both in here with me today. Um, you were established just before COVID, is that right, Kate? That's right. At the back end of 2019, um, we had a social night for ex-students and we decided there uh, that we'd have a past pupils union. And the whole idea was to grow a community of ex-students uh, and then to support the current students in some way. So we do that in a number of ways. Um, our main thing is to award bursaries. So the last two years we have given two bursaries a year 
each of 500 euro to help with further education and it's not an academic bursary it is about any kind of further education so one of our students uh, in the first year wanted to go into the guards and wanted to spend her first year post school doing um, an access course that would give her the ground in in order to apply others have gone to do journalism so forth so that's really important to us we have really good news this year so as part of the fundraising for the Cal concert and we have a quiz on the 10th of March at 8 o'clock in Wexford Golf Course we will be able to award a minimum of four bursaries each of 500 euro this year so I'll hand over to Carmel on that one because we have a very exciting (laughs) announcement to make go ahead we like exciting announcements yeah well I I suppose I wanted to give back because um, I was encouraged at a very early age by Sister Loretto, who was my first English teacher in the Loretto. Sister Loretto? Sister Loretto. She was my first English teacher and anyone who were there in the 80s... Well, that was... I was there in 83. That was in 1983. So anyone in the 80s and 70s would have been taught by, and probably up to the 90s actually, by Sister Loretto. She was a very kind, um, a kind woman and I was very quiet back then, Alan, and you mightn't believe it, but back then, every teacher said the same thing to my parents at parent-teacher meetings. Carmel needs to speak up more. But Sister Loretto recognised that just because I didn't say much didn't mean that I didn't have anything to say. So she used to keep me back after class and she'd say to me what did you think of the Merchant of Venice or or of Persuasion or whatever we were studying and I would share my thoughts with her and she kept saying you need to follow a career that involves creative writing. She obviously spotted She she saw something I didn't even know myself I don't think. But um, I've never... That's a sign of a great teacher isn't it? An amazing teacher and I've Mm. never forgotten her and um, anyhow I want to give back to the students that are currently going through the Loretto. So I'm personally doing a bursary, a literary bursary, starting this year of 500 euros and we'll award that in addition to the bursaries that the PPU... So this is the fifth one then? So no, this is the fourth this one. Is the fourth oh, the fourth one. one. This is the fourth one. I was only trying to chance my arm there. Well, now, Alan, <laughs> if we have 500 euro, yeah. I'm sure that um, some of your listeners would <laughs> like to support us <laughs> and they can contact us on any form of social media. We yeah. have a presence. Right. Um, and the other thing really to say about it is the likes of Carmel, Sinead Campbell-Wallace, local entrepreneurs like Carmel's sister Fiona, yeah. uh, Aoife Caulfield-Clancy, my own sisters yeah. who run their own businesses really successfully. And sure your sister Rosemary is so actively involved Absolutely. in the arts, isn't she? Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And uh, Nolan has a consultancy in the arts sector run out of Dublin and I do some consultancy myself in the um, NGO sector. So when you think of the people we have People like Eleanor Hayes cutting it in the IT world in the yeah. States. We have women all over the country, all over the world, that have succeeded, some of them might say despite their education, because <laughs> not everybody likes school, yeah. but certainly that it's to create those connections again, to support current students. Have you identified as a, as a PPU? Because I know we speak to the schools all around County Wexford, mm-hmm. and I really find that where they're at their most creative, when the pressure is off them, is in transition year. Yes. Is that a year that uh, that you as a PPU yeah. kind of tap into in the Loretto yeah, because yeah. I know for example, I'm invited up there in a few weeks time for a multicultural event mm-hmm. and I know they were also very uh, recently there was a very, another big was this done through the, the school principal or through the PPU or both of you where you invited the health service to come in and talk at length to the that, students? That was through that, the school that one but what we do is we uh, support the careers night so people like Carmel and yeah. others come and 
talk about and particularly something that isn't the ordinary process of going and they're to vital, aren't they? I was at one in St Peter's College recently and mm. I was blown away by the quality yeah. uh, of the interest of mm-hmm. the students there so yeah. Yeah. they like this this type of thing don't they? They do Alan and it shows I think what it does is it shows students that they have options and their careers they may not have even thought about mm-hmm. entertaining it shows them that they can do that and I know that when I went to the Loretto as I said I had teachers like Sister Loretto who were hugely influential with me but we never had like if, a, if an author had to come into the school I mean I would have lost my mind Alan at the chance to meet one in person yeah. whereas now the school like schools like Loretto are great because they recognise the importance of bringing in careers whether it's in the health service whether it's in the arts and we have access through the PPU yeah. because the great thing about social media Alan is is that no matter where our past pupils are and they're all over the world we can all connect now through our social media channels And do you believe that Sister Loretto was the one that in many ways became your first mentor Carol? Her and Master O'Shea who was my primary school teacher in Blackwater really? National yeah. School and he was my sixth class teacher and again I was very quiet back then extremely quiet and he asked me to enter um, a national writing competition yeah. when I was 11 and I, I really didn't want to do it but he insisted yeah. he had, he'd obviously got us to write something in school and I won it I came first in Ireland and at the time yeah. you know I was surrounded by but everybody was into sports and I wasn't so it was great to be recognised for my passion and I would say Master O'Shea and yeah. Sister Loretto with the two yeah. teachers. What about you, Kate? Would you would you go back? I mean, I oh, just uh, while you're mm. thinking about it, like mm. for me, Mick McInerney was a teacher in Wexford CBS. Mm-hmm. I'm an ex CBS boy, and uh, he was a former Galway hurler. Mm. He was when I go back and I had so many great teachers, but he was my hero, mm. Mick McInerney. Uh, anyone who knows GA will know this man hurled for yeah. Galway. Amazing, and I, and I can still remember him to this very day and the inspiration he mm-hmm. uh, uh, and well, like what Carol Kay said. Kagan, our PE really? teacher. Kay yeah. came when Kay I was, was in teacher, second yeah. year. I love sport on mm. my Carmel. I wasn't the best, but I was probably the most enthusiastic. Amazing. And I was grand over any number of sports. I wasn't yeah. brilliant at any of them. And I've continued that. With was that was secondary and in primary then? Oh, primary. Donald Thompson was my... Uh, uh, yeah, he was my favourite yeah. teacher in Sister primary. Sister Mary yeah. John yeah. in the fight in the babies' class. Right. And she had a big rocking horse. And my brother, whom you know and were at school with, Jerry, he's yeah. 18 months older than me. And when he started school I was allowed to go even though I was very yeah. young and I can remember being put on that rocking horse Right. so yeah so great, school I, is really important and in I'm terms sure of if, if, if anyone even to do one thing today and to think positive two little words might even go back and say who inspired them in primary and secondary mm-hmm. it makes you give thanks doesn't it it yeah. really does yeah. that's why I love yeah. going back Anytime I'm invited to go and speak at a school, it's a very easy yes for me. And I've been lucky to, I've spoken at schools all over Ireland and I'm always happy to do right. it. Have to wrap it up. Final message you want to get out there from you, Dr. Kate, then in relation yeah. to this. Support us, particularly the ex-community of students, but also think about our quiz night at the golf course, yeah. 10th of March, 8 o'clock. We had our inaugural one last year and it went down really well. So we're looking forward to right. that. Thank you very much for your time, Matt. Not at all. A pleasure. And for you, Carmel, I think the message that you've got across is perhaps one of the most positive ones is that if there's a little little spark of light, you can turn it into a flame, isn't it? Absolutely. Follow your dream, whatever it is. And there are always people who are going to support you. But sometimes you have to have the confidence and the nerve, which is not always easy, to ask 